three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Mentality. We're your hosts. My name is Harris. And my name is Sarai. And our podcast is all about mental health, advice, relationships, and personal struggles. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to our podcast. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back again. Also, don't forget to follow, share, and download on all social media and streaming services. You'll find us at Raw Mentality Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Raw Mentality Podcast. And let's go ahead and get into our show. Let's get into it. season two of raw mentality podcast hello everyone and today we're going to be talking about a few topics that my beautiful girlfriend here has picked out for us thank you uh we're actually going to be talking mostly about marriage um a little bit of divorce i feel like that's um that's kind of along the lines of um you know what what happens if if your marriage goes wrong um so to start off I just want to go ahead and say that we're going to be implementing a few segments in. I know that in our previous season, we just kind of did a, um, you know, we, we just took it as like one, a straight talk, a, through. a straight shot. Um, but this time around, we want to go ahead and include a few different segments because um, we, I mean, we always wanted to go ahead and do that. Yeah. But we just, one, we're learning how to even podcast, how to even turn on the mic, you know. Well, we kind of know that. That's why she <laughs> yeah, asked yeah, me. But, but, but I mean, like... Yeah, there's a few as, things as we're still trying to get aspect. the hang of, and we feel like having segments will be a more entertaining aspect of the show rather yeah. than just going through a straight shot, which at the same time, even though we're going to have segments, everything's still going to relate to the same topic that we're talking about through the show, That's and right. it'll all go through seamlessly um, because we are still going to record it like how we usually do, Yeah, it's which still is going to be shot. one straight shot, but um, you just guys will just notice segments. a difference in the editing. Yeah. And then also we want to go ahead and start sharing everyone's story, not just ours. Um, so if you have anything you'd like to share um, on the podcast yourself, if you'd like to be anonymous, we're welcome to just, you know, share it on your behalf anonymously, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we just want to go ahead and um, start sharing your story and you can send it to our email, which is at Roman. No, I'm sorry. Romantilitypodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, or you can do it via our Instagram, Instagram Facebook. Facebook. I think that's... If that's, you have us on our personal Facebooks yeah. or our personal Instagrams, go ahead and hit us up there as well. Um, but yeah, that's I think just, that's pretty much everything. Pretty much also, it. we're going to be having some guest speakers. Um, yes. We're going to be trying to do that th- frequently this season. Um, and I'm guessing throughout the rest of the episodes because yeah. that's pretty much what we're thinking about doing here. Yeah. Um, not, not every episode. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no. And I was just going to mention if there's any um, aspects of the show that you guys, you know, we're open to suggestion. Obviously, we're still going to keep doing things our way. But, right. um, you know, any suggestions anyone might have about the show or, um, you know, whatever. I know last night, actually, one of my friends, one of my old time friends yeah. reached out to me um, and told me that he would like if we when we shared people's stories that we mentioned where they're from, mm-hmm. um, even if they are anonymous, like, you know an anonymous person from Chicago or from New York 
um, had this story to share that relates to this topic. And he mentioned that would help with, you know, people feeling more aware, like um, understanding of each other within their own regions as well. Mm -hmm. So um, just a thought. And um, we appreciate things like that. So make sure you reach out to us. Um, We really are looking to engage with our fans as much as possible. So. Um, So to go ahead and start off, I wanted to go ahead and talk about um, really just marriage as a whole. And then I want to go ahead and give our, I wouldn't say opinion, but our input, I feel like is a better way to put it. Um, I wanted to go ahead and state the difference in everybody's marriage because, you know, no one really goes into marriage the same as another couple. Right. Um, So I wanted to go ahead and start off with. Uh, like a few different options of marriage that I've heard of. Okay. Um, you know, to speak of recently, one of our friends, his sister is getting married. Yeah. And it's actually an arranged marriage. Yeah. So I want to first start off talking about, you know, marriages that are arranged because there's so many different types, I feel like. Yeah. And um, I think... Obviously, uh, there's ethical arranged marriages, mm-hmm. which is like the one that my friend, yeah, that our is friend, very ethical, I feel that's like. an ethical arranged marriage. But then there's also ones that are very unethical in certain parts of the world. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be from one specific place. Um, it could be all throughout. But, you know, I feel like that's my input on arranged marriages, um, mainly because I don't really know much about them. I don't know too much about the process. Like, I know a, a fair amount. I will say... Um, our friend, he he is Indian, so um, mm-hmm. basically, from from my understanding, I might be completely wrong on this. From, from what he said to us, basically. Um, basically, like, his parents and his sister were vetting, you know, who they would try to marry. And obviously, there's like a, I guess, a I don't want to— consent. Wanna, she had a consent. Obviously, she had to consent, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's— I just want to throw it out there for everyone. That's the first part of an ethical arranged marriage, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Right, I mean, right, of course. If there's no consent, then I feel like that's just kind of backwards um, mm-hmm. in terms of where society is today. Yeah. Um, maybe not all of the world is on track with ethical arranged marriages, but, you know— At least, you know— I feel like it's moving. I feel like it's moving towards that trend because there's nothing wrong with them. I feel like because the way my friend explained it to me, like, yeah, like the girl has to give consent. She has to also, um, you know, be accepting and like truly see a future with that guy. Truly see a future with that guy if she's going to yeah. accept of it. Um, the parents are basically. It's kind of like just reaching out and saying like, I don't want to make it sound bad, but like, hey, like you know, do you want to be with my daughter? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's that's a tr- traditional thing, which. I feel like there shouldn't be any shame of that. Um, I feel like Western culture tries to make fun of it a lot of times. Um, there are people, Westerners, who are very accepting of it, but I feel like what, a lot of times Western culture, um, you know, will tend to make fun of things outside of what we deem normal or regular. Um, and arranged marriage happens to be one of those things a lot of times, I feel like. Yeah. I think what it is is because of all the um, bad scenarios that could happen with an arranged marriage, which is the uneco- uh, unethical stuff. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's because, so much less than what actually happens. Yeah. I mean, it goes both ways because, yeah, it's not something that I personally would want. But mm-hmm. then again, I wasn't born in that culture, you know? Yeah. I wasn't raised with those values. So I, for a very long time, I felt like I alienated the alienate. Alienate. Alienated? Is that yeah. the word? Yeah. For a long time, I feel like I I can't. I just, I just, you know, put that whole scenario to the side because it wasn't what I was used to. Right. 
um, until we actually started hanging out with that guy, your friend, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I guess. Um, and he just kind of told me about it. At first, even I was like, are you sure? Like, that's okay. I just wanted to get the information he, about it. He actually, I, I believe he actually wants an arranged marriage himself. I think himself. so, too. Um, but I don't know. what he's it's, mentioned. It, it's a hard situation with him, I feel like. Because of it's a diff- yeah, there's a few different things yeah. going on with his situation, but yeah. yeah, for his sister, it was really ethical, you know, just to go back to the point like there was yeah. a vetting process, she had to be okay with the guy, and you know, she had she basically had to pick him. Um, the way I understand it is basically like when it's done ethically, the parents kind of just give the girl options or the men options, yeah, and they go from there, right. and, and honestly, like that's not too different from how. I feel like in the old days it would be like in Bosnia. Um, it wasn't necessarily an arranged marriage, but, mm-hmm. you know, everyone kind of knew each other and they would, you know, try to have kids meet each other like, you know, early on. Maybe not necessarily early on, but like they would try to like, you know, or like when when they're updating or marriage age, like have mm-hmm. them meet each other. I feel like that was happening. Um, Didn't your mom kind of want to be like, oh, there's this one girl, she's Bosnian and... The, not just one girl, but there's yeah, a few people yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's happened before. My mom has tried to like suggest me like to date a cer- uh, like a certain girl, or mm-hmm. she she's done that a few times. But I think that's because uh, it's a little bit. My grandma too. I think it's a little bit acceptable in your cl- in your culture more than we're more Eastern. So I mean, yeah. it's not like necess- It's not like it's not like a straight up arranged marriage. Yeah, to the but it's a where you've never now. met this person. Yeah, like I mean, like, they would have liked us to meet first, obviously, but then, like, yeah. you know what they're pushing for is the ultimate agenda mm-hmm. of getting us to marry and continue the Bosnian tradition. Yeah. That's really what it's all about, I feel like, at the end of the day, um, which there's nothing wrong yeah. with, but yeah. I feel like, for me, um, I like to... I like to see what presents itself to me without... Um, there's it's a tough way it's it's tough to describe it without like trying to put down arranged marriage because that's not what I'm trying to do like yeah but uh, for it's just not for us it's just not for me yeah, yeah. i mean it, for for me either you know i like i like the idea of you know the chance of meeting somebody like you know just from something completely random yeah um, an organic for me for me that makes for i don't know might sound stupid but a deeper love story I feel like for us, you know, we have a story to talk about, like from how we met, and it's yeah, which you know, is which is actually our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's pretty much my input on it. Yeah. I can't really say much else, but I don't know. I feel like that's the general consensus on it for the most part. Right. Um. So kind of, I feel like this is the next one I want to talk about before we get into quote unquote traditional marriage. Um is kind of illegal it's very only uh, it's illegal it's very illegal okay (laughs) it's um marriage for papers okay here in america specifically i mean hey i've I've had a cousin slash uncle who did that um Mm -hmm. i call him my uncle but i believe he's really my second cousin cousin. yeah your second cousin yeah so yeah he's done that before yeah um like a lot of People that I know, I'm not going to say how I know them, but may or may not be related to me. Yeah. Um, and people that are just around us, I feel like a lot of people are getting married because of that reason. And I think... That does happen a lot. It's like a, there's, there's like a black market for it. 
Yeah. And we noticed that because we actually, I've, I've had a lot of friends who are actually illegal. I've had offers to, to marry people and, you know, for that reason. And I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you. Sometimes they're offering good money for it, like $10,000. To be honest. That's crazy. But Think about that. I, I understand it because it's, it's okay, I'm going to be very honest. There's some people close to me that have done it. Mm-hmm. And I understand their situation. I wholeheartedly do. Yeah. I know it's not according to the law. Like, according to the law, it's very illegal, right? Of course. But um, that's the way in for a lot of people. Yeah. Just because the immigration process in America takes so long to become a citizen yes, here. It really does. It takes sometimes like 10, 15 years, like the whole process. And that's yeah. honestly for some people, that's more time than what they're even looking to spend in the U.S. Right. Some it, people are looking literally just to come here, make some money and go back to their home country and it makes it almost impossible. But I understand the reason why America wants to keep the wealth in America. Right. Um. I get it. I don't want to get into the whole, you know, political, political aspect argument. of it. I that's not our point here. You yeah. know, you make your own assumptions and and conclusions based on that what you think, you know? But um the point of it is that there are marriages that start off like that. Um actually um someone very close to me started off as that, but then they actually, you know, fell in love and, you know, had a kid and all that stuff. And now they're married, you know, obviously they've been legally married, but now actually um, emotionally married, I feel like. Is that the right way to put it? They they fell in love. I guess. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying essentially the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I Again, I don't want to get into the whole political aspect of that. It's just, it, it happens here in the United States a lot more than, you know. Yeah. I mean, out. yeah, that that's that's what happened with my, I, I guess, cousin slash uncle. I think they actually ended up really liking each other. Like, I remember the girl that he, like, married yeah. for papers, like, ended up actually being with him and living with him and coming to, like, our family, like, parties a lot of the time. We met her. I knew her. Mm. Um, really cool girl. And they were, they were, I feel like they were actually pretty happy together, but. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. And I'm not going to go into details why. That's yeah. really not my place to speak on. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, amongst all these other options, you know, there's also <laughs> the, the regular option of just marrying out of love, um, which is, you know, I feel like everyone's looking for that to an extent, regardless yeah, of whether you sure. have an arranged marriage, whether, you know, there's a lot of different marriages types, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, marrying out of love is essentially what the goal are, is essentially what the goal is, no matter how, how you do it. Right. Um, but you know, some people want to have like just a normal marriage. Um, when I envision what ours would look like, it would look like um, either either like having like a nice ceremonial like get together. I wouldn't want to have it like religiously, um, like done in a religious format. But that's mainly because we're of two different religions, and yeah, it, it just gets neither one of us are like super tied towards them, and it kind of mm-hmm. gets weird for the family it gets members. Weird. Like, I, you know, I don't know how it would be. Honestly, my, my, the thing is, my family is more accepting of, you know, like weird things. Uh, yeah, I it, bet. Under, but it's also because of your guys is like history compared to my family's yeah. history. Oh, well, yeah. No, obviously. Um, a lot of my family's previous struggle was tied in religion. So that's why, you know, they have a really hard time uh, being accepting of outside religions. Of course. Not that they aren't. I mean, they'll be friends with people, but, like, when it comes to, like, you know, who's, like, my kid going to marry, they want their kid to marry, like, a Bosnian person. Yeah. Which we've talked about before in one of our previous episodes. Yeah. I don't know. What's your take on it? Is there such thing as a normal marriage? 
I don't think so. I think it depends because there's some people that marry, you know, like us. We would get married basically for the government, which we're going to talk about in one of their questions. I don't want to get into why we're not married just yet. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it in a little we bit. We will talk about it. It's actually during a game, so stay tuned for that. But um, essentially, I feel like there's people that marry in the sense of um, just to be married. There's other people that marry uh, for religious aspects. There's, you know, there's so many different reasons. And yeah, maybe one, two, or a few, you know, hundred, thousands of people, whatever, could marry for the same exact reason. But every marriage is different, obviously, right? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's people that marry someone, and then there's always that stigma or that saying that I didn't marry the person that I'm with today. Mm. I feel like it changes. People change, right? Yeah. I don't think that it necessarily is a bad thing. People need to change, and, you know, they need to grow as a person. I feel like what is wrong with marriage is that exactly just it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing it's wrong in my eyes because i feel like you should always love the person that you're with Mm -hmm. unless it's not a good situation to be in like an abusive relationship you should run you know i always would say run in those aspects whether it be like any kind of abuse any kind of abuse just leave emotional or physical yeah it's easier said than done i get it i really do but i've I've been around people all my life that have been in abusive relationships that don't leave. But now I feel like there's levels to <laughs> there is um an abusive relationship. There's like the regular stress and couples lashing out at each other like just mm-hmm. yelling. I wouldn't necessarily call that abuse. I would just call that arguing and yeah. you know one party might get more hurt by what's said than the other. But I wouldn't necessarily call that abuse. What I would call abuse though like emotional abuse is um you know, just constantly, constantly, like, every time you get a chance, like, putting down the other, making yourself the dominant, you know, being mm-hmm. the, having to be the one that's always right. And it can get worse to the point where you just completely are destroying that other person's self-confidence, self-esteem, or sense of self even. Yeah. Um, to the point where, like, they don't even feel like their own person, like, they exist for you. And that is where I feel like it really starts to get to that point. Um, and I feel like, since we aren't in a relationship like that, we don't really have a full understanding, but it could probably get worse than that too. Yeah. Um, and then you also have the physical abuse aspect, which is, I feel like more... in no shape or form, no way, shape or form, I feel like is acceptable. There's playing yeah. around and then there's like, okay, like you're beating your wife or you're, yeah. you know, it could, it could, it could be on the, on, on the other way uh, as well too. A woman can abuse a man physically. That's oh, for before. sure. I feel like that's the one that's mostly named um, the regular the, the yeah. physical abuse yeah i feel like the emotional or um you know the mental abuse is is always kind of flies you know, under the radar yeah it's always brushed to the side um i don't know do you but, feel like that's why there's a lot of divorces at times i don't know i don't know if there's there's a statistic that go hand in hand yeah but i would say yes I would say that there's a lot of reasons why people divorce the people or I'm sorry, the person that they didn't marry because, you know, they change. Yes. But then there's also the aspect of they became the person that I never wanted to marry. Okay. You know, I see what you mean. There's I don't know. There's a lot of ways to look at it. I I feel like maybe we don't have the total understanding because one, we're not married. 
Yeah. We're not and be in every their marriage situations. is different. And yes, and every marriage is different because everybody is different and you're mm. marrying someone that's again diff- have their own unique yeah. you know their own set of brain, traits. you know. Um their own driver driving them around. Yeah. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> yeah, of course. I not mean, wouldn't it be nice to have a driver? I would love it. Um really. be kind of weird. It depends. There's sometimes we like to drive, sometimes Anyways. we don't like to. Anyway, um what I really want to get to with a regular marriage is that, or what is perceived as a regular marriage, I should say, is that it is, I feel like, idolized to be the goal. Yeah. I just mean in the sense of you are marrying another person. Yeah. You know, it's it's always going to be hard to deal with another person, period. Whether it be, even, look at it, even if you're... With a roommate, it's going to be hard to deal with that person. And essentially, the person that you're marrying is going to be your roommate. You, the person that you run to whenever you need help with anything, you know, it's that's just the person that you should look at that is going to be the one next to you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I agree. And it changes sometimes, which is why divorce is so high. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people have um, certain expectations for how their marriage is going to go. Mm-hmm. or um, how, how they're going to get to that point of marriage. And when those expectations aren't met, um, I feel like that's another reason for, you know, either strain is put on the relationship or maybe they just feel like, um, a lot of people I feel like are also self-entitled, Yeah. um, can be like, oh, they didn't marry me this way. Like, mm-hmm. and it sounds stupid and childish, but then again, a lot of people are. Um, not to be offensive to anybody, but a lot of people can be but childish. It's the truth. When it comes to like things like marriage, they want everything to be perfect, perfect, perfect. And I feel like you can't expect perfect. Um, you can, you know, if you're putting, you know, fifty thousand, sixty thousand, hundred thousand dollars into your when into your wedding, but you also have to understand, like, um, a wedding is not a marriage. Yeah. A wedding is one day. It's a party to yeah. celebrate the, you know, the union of two people. Which is another one of the topics we wanted to bring is yeah. a wedding versus a marriage. Yes. You know, what's the difference? And I feel like essentially it's that. The it's, wedding is just a party to celebrate a marriage, but mm-hmm. it's not the marriage itself. No. Um, I feel like it's... A lot it, of people don't think past that point, past exactly. wedding day. I feel like this, the... Well, think about it. There's the process of everything is being celebrated up until that day, and then there's a honeymoon. Yeah. So there's, you know, the proposal, then there's um, the party to celebrate the proposal, then there's... Um, you know, the period of being a fiance, then there's the period of, or there's the um, bachelorette and bachelor party. Yeah. Then after that is the actual wedding. Yeah. And then there's the honeymoon period. But yeah. after the honeymoon period. The partying is all done. Yeah, that's, that's it. Time you to know? work, pay bills together, pay taxes together, or do taxes together. And I know, feel like that's not celebrated. It's not. And as much as it should. It's kind of a shame because that's essentially like what really happens when you are married. Um, mm-hmm. It's not about the partying. I mean, yeah, the partying is great. You should celebrate. Or the celebration of, you know, when essentially what you're celebrating is that you're going to throw a big, huge party for one day. Yeah. Think about it. Pretty much. In 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 most, I feel like it's it's really just this culture that we live in. This societal part of it. I mean, people do people people have been celebrating marriage forever, forever. But um, but it it gets hyped up to more than what it what it not to more than what it should be. But um, the day of marriage, I feel like, gets hyped up more than more than what it really is. Than the actual marriage part. Than the actual marriage itself. 
yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, I feel like what should really be celebrated, and I guess to, I guess there is, you know, there's anniversaries, and there, those are celebrated. Cool. But I'm talking about the everyday celebration. I'm I'm with the person that I love. Yeah. I feel you like know? that's, yeah, that, that is the most important part. And the love is what should really be celebrated. Yeah. The togetherness, the building together. Yeah. And building doesn't always mean money. Building means I am building an emotional bond closer and closer yeah. with you, you know? But like you said, I feel like that's, that's, you know, the reason why a lot of it, I feel like an aspect of the reason why that is, why it's not celebrated as much as, like you said, it's our culture. Um, yeah. We live in a high stress, get money get everything done before you die culture. Um, that's essentially what it is. I mean, it depends also where, which part of America you live in, but right. if you're near the cities like we are, um, you know, on the grid, so to speak, it's, it's like that, man. You know, you, you can't, you can't be chill. Everyone's always focused about, you know, getting the bag, getting the money. Whereas, you know, what's coming next, you know, I or was saying, having, having hoes, let's I, be honest. I was saying something, yeah, that too. But like I was saying something today to Sarai and, you know, it could be, you know, imagine like, you know, when you're an adult and this is a story actually from somebody like, you know, his mother basically is dying of like a disease. Mm -hmm. And all he's thinking about is, you know, I want to get to back when, you know, I had control of my life. So I'm going to, you know, do this and that. And it's like, dude, I get it. But that's your mom, man. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah, I understand. Like, you don't want to watch your mom, like go suffer suffer through certain things but like man like you have to like be there for your mother she gave to you her whole life mm -hmm. uh, at least i'm assuming maybe i don't know the full story but i guess um you know people are just like okay like my mom's gonna die let me or like my mom is going through this let me just get that out of the way and then let me focus on going back to work tomorrow it's like no man like you need to take a second i feel i feel like that's so wrong about our culture it's not it's not his fault that it's like that it's just the culture that we live in you can change it yeah but it's very hard to be changed when you live in the culture that we live in, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And we're not trying to say that nobody else marries for love and, you know, actually gets to experience the actual, um, the best Happiness. parts of, of what marriage is, yeah. right? The love there's, amongst each other and stuff. There's a lot of people that do that, but I feel like towards our generation, it's harder and harder to find that. And it's more so about the parting. It's more so about finding, you know, a person for now and not forever. It's just, it's just what we are being quote unquote, um, trained to do. Yeah. You know, um, I agree. I really wish everyone would be able to find, you know, someone or, or something, even if it's not, you end up with a person, maybe it's just something that makes you happy. I really wish that upon everybody, but yeah. You know, another thing I want to bring up is I feel like a lot of people are immature. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could be wrong on this, but I feel like social media plays a big role in that and in, in keeping the mind immature um, and feeding you expectations, you know, and a lot of people have those expectations of their marriage based on like what they see in movies, on TV, social media, yeah. X, Y, Z, what they hear in songs. And um, a lot of people understand, man, that's just, don't understand that's That's just entertainment. Right. You know, real life is much more different than what's portrayed. Um, you know, people have to portray things larger than life to get you to watch it. Mm -hmm. your watch time is what's important to a lot of these companies and the statistics know, giving you real life isn't necessarily always what they're aiming to do. Yeah. Um, feeding you a fantasy is, is a lot of the times what they make money off of. I feel like, and we could be wrong for saying this, but 
you know, I'm just trying to keep it as honest and as real as possible. But that I feel like right. that's what contributes to a lot of people's marriages or even just like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships failing is because they have those high ass expectations that are set by, you know, whatever advertisers are trying to get to them or whatever their, you know, Facebook account is trying to show them to keep them to keep them on the platform longer to get more advertisers um, giving them ads. You know, yeah, it's all a vicious cycle um, that. I don't want to sound like, you know, an anti-capitalist or like a communist, but, yeah. you know, it's fed into by our system. Um, I, um, yeah. I also wanted to bring this up because this is my experience. You know, I've had a lot of people. I'm, no, I've had a lot of women in my past um, that have said, make sure that he buys you a big ring. Yep. If he proposes and it's not a big ring, big ring, sorry, then why, why, why are you even saying or a yes? Lot of people Don't think, say yes. A lot of people think the bigger the ring, the more he loves you. Yes. Man. Let me get into that. It, it pains me to have to say this because I feel like it's something that we should not have to say because it's, it, it should just not be a thing. The size of a ring does not equal how much he loves you. It's, yes, it's a symbol of, you know, marriage and he wants to spend the rest of your life with you, but... And commitment and whatever. Com yes, commitment and all that. But what if you're in a hard situation and that's the most he can give you? Yeah. You know, if he's able to give you whatever he can give you, it should be based on that. It should be based on... This is what he could give you. And it's more so about the life that he's willing to um, give you. Yeah. You know, it's I the agree. life that you're going to be spending together. It should not be about how big the ring is. And I wanted to get yeah. into this because two things. There's been the situation of, yes, people have told me not to accept if the ring is not big or make sure that you send them all the ring sizes and all the ring whatever. You know, there's always so much to say about that for some reason. Yeah. Um. So it's, yes, that. But then there's also the second thing that people have told me if, um, make sure that the ring is big because if you guys get divorced, you're able to resell it. And then get that money. Yep. I was, you know, even as a little kid, I was like, what are you saying to me? Yeah. You're telling me that I should, one, accept this proposal because of, you know, how big the ring is. Okay. Two, you're just basically saying make sure it's big so when you get divorced, you can resell it. It's, I mean, most of the time it wasn't an if, it was when. Yeah. And I feel like. Just again, going back to our culture, it's always about I, me, my, fuck everybody else, man. <laughs> that, that's what it is. But I mean, oh like, and understandably so, because everybody's playing into it. Everybody's saying I, me, my, fuck everybody else. There's people who aren't too, but those people get trampled and stomped on. Let's be honest. You know, yeah. I try being the nice guy and giving people free recording time a lot of times, but, okay. but like people take advantage, you know, that's just, people will do that. And, you know, it happens just as much as it happens in real life. You know, marriage is part of real life. So it's going to happen to marriages too. Um, yep. it could happen either on the woman's side or on the man's side. Anybody can take advantage of anybody, but that's why you have to search for what's real and what's not. And I feel like a lot of times it's glaringly obvious and people just choose to ignore it when their, you know, relationship isn't a real relationship. Um, and then there's times where people just aren't willing to work on stuff to, with each other. Um, and that's another issue entirely of its own. Yeah. 
But to Basically, go back to your point, it shouldn't matter how big the ring is. No, it should not matter. Yeah. It should matter how much he loves you and how much he wants to be with you. Yeah. Those are important. Which I can see why people would say the bigger the ring, the more, but like, not necess- that's not necessarily true. I mean, like, yes, a man can spend his entire, like, a third of his salary to buy you a ring, but like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. I was taught the formula. It's yeah. one third of his, um, no, 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 sorry. I think it's, it was three months of his total income. Yeah, yearly income. So a fourth yearly of income. Yeah, a fourth. Annual income. Yeah. That's what a man should be spending on a ring yeah. or a woman. And that's kind of, I, I kind of call BS on that because, like, what if you're a janitor? You know, what if you're, what if you guys are 17 years old and getting married? That can happen in some states. Yeah. You know. We're not putting shame to anybody. We're not, just saying. Not to put shame, but just saying. Like, we're putting shame on the, 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 on the standards. Whole, the standards. On the standards that's, that are put on people, men and women, both. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, it's a lot of a lot of corporate America feeding you BS, trying to get you to say, oh, yeah, if he loves you, he's going to buy you a big ring. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some 50s BS, but it doesn't matter, man. I feel like at the end of the day, all that matters is love. Not to be on some John Lennon stuff, but all you really do need is love, honestly, in a marriage. Um, yeah. For my opinion and my input. What's the point of having one big, huge wedding if your life is going to be one miserable. big, huge? Yeah, misery. You know, miserable life. Yeah, that was our rant. <laughs> that was our little rant. I actually want to go ahead and, um, you know, make it a little bit more upbeat. We decided to go ahead and do this new segment, um, which obviously we mentioned towards the first uh, part of the episode. The ep- <laughs> towards the first part of the episode, we want to go ahead and transition into our very first segment of, you know, ever. Um, it's called. Three, two, one. Match, Match with, with us. us. When we go. smoke weed, uh, marijuana. Smoke weed. <laughs> marijuana, if you will. You're Cannabis, funny. if you will. THC, if you will. No, we're smoking weed. Yeah. Um, and basically just giving you our input with an altered state of mind. Yes. Well, actually, for this smoke with us, I think it was, um, I, th- I thought it would be funny to go ahead and read um, funny marriage stories yeah. or funny divorce stories. And before we get started with Match With Us, just a little disclaimer for you. You should not be operating any heavy machinery, driving a vehicle if you are deciding to smoke cannabis during this segment of the show. Um, also, if you are underage, I do not endorse you smoking weed. Um, on top of that, um, what else is there? You should not be using marijuana as a source uh, to cure any mental health ailments that you may have or issues. Um, this is simply just about us trying to have fun on the show. If you want to join in, join in. Um, that's the whole point of Magic with us. If not, don't worry about it. It's all no cool. Worries. Listen to us. Just talk. Um, with that being said, I will go ahead and pass the bow to my girl. <laughs> and uh, she'll get kick us off here. Okay. Got a little bit of, got a little bit of bite to it. Uh. <laughs> we need to get a marijuana endorsement. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> we really do. I saw one actually. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but it expired on the thirty first of last month, and I saw it like only two days before. So yeah. 
Alrighty. So let's get into um I guess what the topic was gonna be on match with us. So we're gonna tell funny stories. Fun funny stories um that so have to do with marriage and divorce. Let's talk some stories. Yeah, let's talk some <laughs> Let's some talk some stories. Okay. What are we gonna be talking? What's not really is we're just gonna read funny stories. Babe. I know, I know. The marijuana makes you stupid. <laughs> sure, dude. Sure, dude. Sure, dude. Okay. Oh, it really does. So speaking about stories, one that Sarai found for us here, uh, it's called Brilliant Wife. Uh, and it goes as follows. It says, a wife finds a note from her husband on the fridge one morning, and it reads, my dear wife, surely you'll understand that I have certain needs that you being 57 years old can no longer satisfy. I'm happy with you and I value you as a good wife. So I hope that after you read this letter, uh, it will not wrongfully, you won't wrongfully interpret the fact that I'll be spending the evening with my 19-year-old secretary at the Comfort Inn Hotel. Uh, he says, please don't be upset. I shall be home before midnight. And then it goes on to say, when the man came home late that night, he found the following note on the dining table. And it reads, my dear husband, I received your letter and thank you for your honesty about me being 57 years old. I would like to take this opportunity to remind you that you are also 57 years old. Right. So she hits him with that, reminds him of his age. <laughs> and then it goes on to say, as you know, I am a math teacher at our local college. I would like to inform you um, that uh, I'm sorry. I was. It says, <laughs> OK, I would like to. As you know, I'm the math teacher at our local college. I would like to inform you that while you read this, I'll be at the hotel fiesta with Michael, one of my students, who was also the assistant tennis coach. Like, ooh, <laughs> hit him with that. He is young. Viral and like your secretary is 19 years old um, as a successful businessman who has an excellent knowledge of math. You will understand that we are in the same situation, but she goes on to say, <laughs> although with one small difference, she's a math teacher, right? 19 goes into 57 more times than 57 goes into 19. <laughs> Damn. So therefore I will not be home until sometime tomorrow Hit tomorrow, him with that. not later tonight. Tomorrow, <laughs> she said. She said, "What's his name? Michael. Michael's gonna be giving her that work till tomorrow." Yes. <laughs> nineteen goes into fifty-seven. More than fifty-seven goes into nineteen. Damn. Yep. Hit him with that. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty funny, right? That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> I, one. I I honestly laughed for a long time when I found this. I don't know. That's a good one though. I mean, she hit him with it. What else can you say at that point? Can't do nothing but feel salty. Right. Fuck it. Okay, so the next one I found um, is actually also from print, from Pinterest. Okay. Um, I thought it was funny because it's relating to our world today. Okay? So it goes a little like this. Um, it's a tweet by Mommy Owl. Oh, no, maybe I shouldn't say her name. It's a tweet, and it goes like this. Just found a black thong talked under my bed sheets that I knew didn't belong to me. So I called my husband oh over my to uh, <laughs> I called my husband over to ask what is this? So anyway, funny story. Turns out a thong looks a lot like a face mask. You know, like a face oh, covering. Oh my god. <laughs> she just tweaked for no reason, huh? That's some that's some you type stuff. I know that's something I that's would do. That's some you type but stuff. You I would mean, do that. I wouldn't tweak out, I feel like. I feel like I would be like, okay, dude, like, you got something to tell me? Nah, you would tweet. I would tweet. <laughs> you would tweet. 
Well, that's that, I think because that's the only thing that would really like make me leave you cheating. Obviously, abuse, Obviously, but you wouldn't yeah, do that. There's so. a few things, but yeah. Yeah. I'm not a cheater either. Is that it for the stories today on Match With Us? So that's actually all the stories we had for today um, for Match With Us. Go ahead and let us know if you like that section because we, we really like it. So Something new that we're testing out, and uh, I like it. I like it, too, because, you know. You know, we get to you know do our thing <laughs> while doing our thing, if you know what I mean. That's right. But, yeah. but while we're having fun, I actually want to go ahead and do the shout-out of the week. This is another thing we want to go ahead and implement every week. Yep. And this week, we actually are shouting out uh, one of our old-time friends. Um, her name is Becca. She's actually a supporter of this podcast. So Very big supporter. Becca, yes. if you're listening to this, I like you. Big shout-out to Becca. Big shout-out to you. She's actually been supporting and sharing all of our stuff. Previously to that, she's always been sharing your music and, you know, yeah. bringing a little bit of noise towards that section over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I highly appreciate. Yeah. Both aspects of. And, um yeah, man, I just wish we had more people like her following us because that's like that's that's Honestly. really that's really what helps um, more than just on a marketing level or promotional, whatever. It's just, you know, it helps the people that are actually creating the content. It lets them right. know, like, hey, somebody appreciates what I'm doing. Yeah, um, because we, we started this podcast essentially for that for mental health, for man. mental health. We want to, you know, spread awareness to not just obviously we don't have the answers because we're not professionals. Yeah, but everyone has, you know something going up up there yeah you know to whatever scale it is and we just want to share ours and our views and hopefully that helps somebody else along the way yeah so again shout out becca you're a real one yes ma'am all right so actually we're having fun here i feel like yeah i agree good so um i want to go ahead and go into our episode game which is called guess my answer so you know going off the title i mean we're there's going to be a question and then I have to guess what your answer would be, basically. And I also have to guess what yours would be. Correct. Okay. So we guess each other's answer. That's right. I guess my answer. <laughs> and then do we give each other the answer at the end? Uh, yes. So then okay. after we'll reveal if, you know, we what got each other's question. Correct or correct wrong. Correct or wrong, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. It's a good way of seeing how well we know each other. I know. I like it. I'm a little, I'm a little, um, what do you call that? Nervous. And, nervous. and a little bit of a excited. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and start off. Okay. So the first question. Well, let's, let, yeah. Yeah, go oh, ahead. I should probably say there's there's five questions. Five questions. Yeah. Okay. So the first question is actually something we've touched upon a previous episode. Um, it is, what is my love language? Okay. Um, I thought that your love language is the following. Touching, cuddling, or <laughs> laying down together. What did you think mine was? Okay. So I thought yours was... Um, Words of encouragement and uh, basically just helping you grow into the person that you want to be with. And you want to help me grow to the person I want to be with. Okay. Damn. That should have been my answer. It wasn't my answer. <laughs> no? It wasn't my answer, like but that should have been my answer. That, that should be your answer, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do key. you better. Because, <laughs> um, all right, so I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you what my answer okay, was. Okay, what was it? It was very basic. I just said talking, conversation, and spending time together. Like that's true, yeah. And that's basic, but like to go on a deeper note, that's what we do when we talk yeah, and have conversations. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay. What was your answer? Was I right? Yeah, you're right. Of course, yeah. you're right. That's so easy. They're pretty obvious. <laughs> that's all you ever want to do. You just come home and you're like, "Let's go cuddle," and that's you know instantly like you always. You I always had a hard cuddle. day, man. Can you give that me works. a massage? Can you cuddle me? Can you come lay down with me? And it's okay. I like it too. I like but it. But sometimes, like sometimes I'm like. like, I'm doing something, man. Come on, man. I know. Okay. Leave me alone, man. 
Anyway. So question number two <laughs> um, says, what is my most prized possession? And for you, <laughs> there's an answer that I guess, but I can't say on the show. No, you can't. <laughs> um, but I guessed another two objects and it was laptop or bed. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. Okay. Um, what did you guess for me? Laptop. I just put straight up laptop and anything that's basically helping you do your music. Music related. Okay. Yeah. yeah my answer. Microphone, was... your laptop. Okay. You yeah. Know. My my. It was literally laptop and microphone. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say? We're two for two so far. We're two for two. Yeah. Two for two each. Okay. Not bad. Not so bad start. No, I feel like I'm two. No, I'm two for two. You are one point five. How am I one point five? Oh no no no! I got everything right. No, I'm one point five. <gasps> no, we're two for two. <laughs> we're two for two. <laughs> when if I'm anything, losing, I'm, I'm giving like, you the. Two? If anything, I'm giving you I the know. benefit of the doubt. Don't be like those guys that play basketball and try to up the score every time. You know, call oh, foul, call foul. No no no! Like oh, we got six points, but you guys just had three points like a basket ago. No 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 no! This gonna sound I'm, I'm sorry, that's a bad. That's a bad. That's if you're playing by ones and twos. My bad. But yeah. All right. So then the next question is, what is my biggest pet peeve? Okay. And what did you guess for me? Oh, God, I'm scared. Of... I guess no motivation and or laziness. Okay. Um, for you, I guessed tardiness or inattentiveness, like not somebody not paying attention to you or somebody being late to, like, whatever you have planned. Mm, yeah, it is. It really is. Okay, is that what your answer was? Yeah. Okay. What was your answer? People saying that they'll do something and then not do it. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, I hate that. That's probably my biggest pet peeve. I hate it. When but you people... do it. I do it. Yeah, but I do. I I I try my best to stay true to my word and like mm -hmm. do something when I tell somebody I'll do it. But to be honest with you, I also um. I didn't mean to call you out so bad. I'm like, but you do. It. I'm just being a sore loser do. over here. No, I do do it. Okay. I can't lie. I, I am on that type of stuff. But I mean, yeah. like at the same time, that's something I'm trying to get better at. I know. But at the same time, like with the way I, the reason why I am that way is because I know a lot of people that I do that to. They wouldn't do shit for me. Yeah, they wouldn't do nothing for well, me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right. So question number four, it says, if I could only speak one word today, what would it be? You answer first. Um, For you, I said it would be either bubs. Which is what we call each other, or, yeah. or sweetie, because that's what you call princess. Prince. Like, princess is our dog. Yeah. You might hear her making noises every now and then throughout yeah. the episodes. She's always in the room with us. Yeah. And, and I end up calling her like weird things every single day. Like the other day, I started calling her Sugar mm -hmm. and I called her Sweetie. Her actual name is Princess, but whatever. Yep. All right. So, my answer for you if you could only say one word, what would it be? It would be music. You're wrong. Steak? Freedom. Oh, that's, <laughs> not, that's not fair. That's job. because it's only because of today. And you filled this out today. Okay. But no, that's pretty basic. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No? I wouldn't say that, no. I would say music. You would say music. No. Okay. You got okay. that wrong. Okay, fine. So you're two of four. <laughs> I know. And I'm four of four. I'm scared for this last was one. Was I right? Was I right about that one? For number, what? Number four, was I right? No, you were wrong. What did I? What, what did you put? Cuddle. Cuddle. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm three of four, and you're two of four. It's pretty yeah. neck and neck. Okay. So we're not perfect, but we're getting there. We're not perfect, but here we are. All right. So the last question. Oh Go ahead and read it off. 
All right. So the last question is, when will we get married? Okay. And what did you guess my answer would be? I guess your answer would be 30. Okay. And I guess yours would be 26 to 28. I put 28. Okay. And the answer that I... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. The answer that I put... Okay. I guess to this answer, I don't know who won or who didn't win because we compromised because I wanted to get married at like 26, 27. You wanted to get married originally at like 30. So I said, fine, we'll do 28, I guess, since it's in the middle. <laughs> so I said 26 to 28. Yeah. And that's essentially what And that's answer. what I wrote. Yeah. So I guess okay. we both. But, so, but no, you still won. My answer is 26 to 28 as well. You yeah. said 30. But that's because you said that you originally wanted to get married at 30, that's but we will get... Okay, fine. But look, I wrote 28 on both papers. Okay, so same. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's a wash. So it's, it's, I'm four of five and you're three of five. I still won. Yeah. Oh, I hate losing. I still won. <laughs> fine. I guess you win. Unless you want me to make you lose even harder and deduct half a point for that. No, 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 no. Uh, you could be 2.5. No, you we could are look only like a one. horrible girlfriend in front of the world on your own podcast. Oh, gosh. So. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. All right. Um, that was fun. That was fun. I think we should do that one, even if people don't like it, because I liked it and <laughs> you yeah. liked. It. I'm kidding, people. I'm it was a uh, competitive yet. Cool. It shows our competitive side because I've. T- I I think we've said it on the show that we're both pretty like. I don't know. Maybe we didn't, but we're both pretty competitive. Even to, towards, each, towards other. each other. And not like in a bad way. Not in a bad way, but in a fun way. In a fun way, yeah. Yep. Okay. So, before um, these next two segments, uh, one is going to be more factual. And the second one is going to be sharing someone's story. Um, so, I want to go ahead and state a few facts. And the segment, of course, will be called As a Matter of Fact. Awesome. All right. I think um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the first one to read. So the first fact of As a Matter of Fact states about 50% of Americans are divorced according to www.apa.org. So more than half the country or around half the country. Yeah. I think it was I think it was like. Anywhere from 40 to 50. I just chose 50 because it was... 40 to 50%. Yeah. That's still a, a major amount of people. I know. It's like half. Yeah. What do you think about that? What's your input? Uh, makes sense. Again, we talked about how that's basically the culture Yeah. here in America. Because this, this statistic is based on America. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me growing up, like, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to say this to sound like above anybody or judgmental judgmental but i grew up with my parents same parents that you know had me and my sister both mm-hmm. um together always and they're still together to this day yeah i'm 22 years old um almost 23 almost 23 and i don't see them really splitting ever mm-hmm. but a lot of my friends that i grew up with i would say a good majority of them either their parents were divorced or their parents were together but have been in a marriage uh previously um or are divorced and are in new marriages now. Yeah, um, stepkids. Or stepkids. Ste- I mean, step Stuff like that. Sisters. And, I mean, that's okay, I guess, because it happens. But I feel like you, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. For me personally, like, I don't ever want to go through a divorce with you, obviously. 
Um, I would say we, not because of... Obviously, because we're not even married in the first place, so like, why would I be thinking about divorce? <laughs> well, but, not even that, but um, I feel like what it really is is that I, I actually want to be with you for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what people, I mean, at least I hope people are going into marriage thinking, but, you know, who yeah, knows. Yeah, but I feel like we look at it in a deeper sense. Yeah. Um, We're not really face value with right with our relationship and, and everything. Um, I'm not really sure how else to describe it, but I mean, at the same yeah. time, we could be completely wrong. We might end up completely. Who knows? We yeah. might end up going crazy, batshit crazy, and killing each other. Oh God! Thanks. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think so either. At least not on my end. No. You know. Well, I don't know. If sometimes, I ever go sometimes you scare me. Sometimes you scare me. <laughs> Why? I don't know. You got that little rage in you. I can see it in your eyes. I do eyes have sometimes. my little rage, but. And you be holding the knives when you're watching. You're like, you know, I have a knife in my hand, right? And I'm because like, you okay. come up, you sneak behind me, and you scare me. And I say, you know, I have a knife in my hand. I don't, I don't say. I don't scare you. I mess with you, and then you're like, you know, I have a knife in my hand, right? Oh yeah. Tell them the truth. <laughs> Let them yeah. know the truth. Okay, but it's always kidding. It's always in good faith. I don't know. Okay, but yeah. Um, going back to the point, just on a serious note, yeah. yeah. I mean, I always grew up, and you know, your parents are divorced. Yeah. Um, so my parents, well, let me explain to you how the why how and why they even got married. One because they were dating for 3 months and then back in the day I guess um being Salvadorian, it means if you're dating someone for more than a certain period, basically you should might as well be married. So that's why they got married. Cuz my grandma was like, "Well, why aren't you guys married? You've been dating for 3 months." Yes. Or that's crazy. I think they were they were dating for a little bit and they got married exactly at three months. Jesus. Yeah. And obviously they had so many problems in their marriage because I don't even think they knew each other knowing someone for three months before your actual wedding. Like, I don't know. Like there's there's people that do that and you know, if you find someone, you find someone, but you gotta make sure that it's the right person. Yep. You know, even if it's you know, whatever. There's even a show. It's actually called uh, 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. um, where I think people, I haven't really watched this aside from like one YouTube video because I thought it was funny. Um, basically, you I guess you're supposed to marry or you're married to that person for around 90 days or, you know, a short period of time. Right. And they just show like if it works, if it doesn't work to their specific story. Yeah. But going back to the point, my parents are divorced. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible story. Yeah. Um, or story for a show. Yeah, but, for um, a show. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what makes it good, though. I don't know. I wouldn't want to watch something like that. Ugh. Like I'm wasting my time. Not yeah. to. Not to. That's not why to, I don't watch it. Hate, but but <laughs> we're not hating. We're just we don't we're not really big on reality TV. Nah. nah. Yeah, we're, it's not, pretty we're not really about that life. Predictable. Mm-hmm. But um, or sometimes unpredictable, but stupid. But fake. It just looks. <laughs> or fake. just fool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fool stuff going on. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just kind of going to my note, like my parents have always been together and yeah, yeah, you know, like on a personal level, yeah, they have, they have ar- had their arguments and, you know, everyone has their arguments. Grand amount of times where like, it was like, oh wow. Like as a kid, I felt like, oh my God, my parents might split, but like they never did. And I feel like they never mm-hmm. even thought of it, to be honest with you. Maybe they did. I don't know. They probably just never would show it, show it to us, um, yeah. me and my sister, but I think it's on my end. With my parents, it ended up being a good thing because it got to the point where they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't, 
Like they basically hated each other. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good thing that they split up because now they're like best friends. They tell each other everything, you know? Mm. So I don't wow. know. It just was better because they were always arguing and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm. So I want to go ahead and read the second one. Okay. Second fact of the... Yes. The second fact of, as a matter of fact, and it is 75% of people who marry partners from an affair eventually divorce or separate that person. Yeah. That one makes a little bit more... It makes sense. (laughs) uh, That that one makes... It it kind of explains itself. Um, 75 people... 75% of people who ended up dating as a result of cheating on their significant other end up splitting. Um, it just makes sense because like, they're going to do know, the same thing to you. I mean, you, they're going to leave you the way that you found them. Exactly. Basically. It just, yeah. Yeah. That's I feel a good like way it makes sense. It. That's well put. Um, yeah. There's Honestly, really nothing, not much else to say. I mean, what do you think contributes to that whole cheating culture? I mean, like that's, a, that's a big thing. A lot of people are always cheating. cheating. Culture. I don't know if I would say, Men do it more or women do it more. I, I think don't know. nowadays it's I would it's, say it's it goes about on equal. both ends. I would yeah. say it's about equal. I think it's just anyone can cheat on anything, you know. Yeah. Or anyone, I mean. But um honestly I think it's not either valuing what you have or just being unhappy. But I feel like I understand it more when you're not married. I don't know. But then again, we give a lot of importance to marriage. You know, which is why we're not married yet. Not that we cheat on each other, but no, like, I, the marriage aspect. I mean, yeah, it sounded like a second, like for a second, like, <laughs> I was about to be like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. but um, clearly, no. yeah. I mean, for me, I kind of I've watched like videos on why men cheat, mm-hmm. why men men specifically, why men specifically cheat, and like usually what their explanation is is like some kind of biological urge to want to spread your seed or whatever. Um. And I never really, like, watched anything about, like, women. Like, it doesn't really give an explanation. But I feel like, really, at the end of the day, it's all BS. Like, people just want what they want. And they get tempted by, you know, either sexual desires or could be ulterior motives. Like, maybe the person they're cheating on with uh, on their significant other with, um, I don't know if I'm putting that right, but has, like, more money than their significant other does or... Um, offers like a better situation maybe that's the reason why but they're just afraid to bring it up to their significant other because of all the work and time that they you know spent putting a relationship together i feel like even the person that's cheating feels like it would be a waste um to to have that end over you know just like a sudden urge that they had or whatever so i can see why people try to keep it from each other but from my perspective like if i really wanted to cheat on you per, per se like i would just break up with you yeah. i wouldn't cheat on you i would just leave um i feel like the it's really all there is to it i mean like I, I feel like it shouldn't really be a thing but at the same time i understand i can understand why it happens i feel like what it really is for some people is um being able to get away with it or see how long they can get away with it it's more of um um i was able to get so far let's see how further i can go yeah i don't know i that's that's kind of how it goes in in my head the thrill of doing something illegal or something you know you shouldn't be doing yeah at least that's what i feel like it would be i don't know um but then i think about how how the other person would feel like 
if they do find out or like when they would find out. Yeah, that breaks my heart. And that's like, all right, like you shouldn't really be doing that, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like me, I'm, I've been indoctrinated to like not cheat, not cheat. Like, I don't know. It's just been like, like even my grandparents, like my grandpa, like never remarried after his wife died. Mm-hmm. Never. Like he was like, that's how like devotion is supposed to be, I guess, like to the core. Yeah, that's Based how upon, both like, my, my grandmas were. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, but it changes with different people in the family. I wouldn't say, like, everybody in the family is like that. I've had people in my family who are divorced. I wouldn't say my entire family is like, you know, oh, we're all perfect. And I don't, not to say there's anything wrong with you if you do have parents that are divorced or if you're in a divorced relationship yourself mm-hmm. or if you are a divorcee yourself, I should say. Yeah. Um, But I do think it's important to acknowledge that, uh, you know, Cheating is uh, one of the ma- one of the major things that I would say breaks apart marriages as well, and um, it's almost all too common. A lot of times, I feel like it's almost cliche to talk about it at this point. Yeah, at least with with me, I told you. I think I've said it on this podcast before. Like, I thought divorce was pretty common, like, and it, and it is. But I thought it was more like a normal thing growing up because clearly people literally told me like hey yeah. make sure the ring is good enough you know well statistically it is pretty common I yeah mean, yeah but i mean first fact. everyone in my family i think the people that haven't married in my family i should say i think most of them have been divorced once or twice and nothing wrong with that i don't i don't think there's any anything wrong with divorce i just don't think it would be for me in the I sense agree. of like, you know, it depends. Now. I feel like I feel we, like a divorce no. should happen if the relationship is has really gone to crap, or mm-hmm. if it's just like you guys both feel like you messed up, like you would rather just be like friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or in the case like you know you are in a severely abusive relationship and like you're married to the guy or whatever, or you're married to the woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the, like I said, we're we're not married, so we can't really speculate too much on it. We can just give our input and. I don't think it's divorce is bad, though. That's the thing. I feel like it's a good way to, you know, leave something that's just not serving you any purpose anymore. I just don't want it for you. See, that's the way, like, I feel like that's the way a lot of people look at it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then later on down the line, like, they take that line of thinking, like, I I could just leave if it's not something that I want. Yeah. And then that's. But that's not how you should go. I don't think you should go into it. It's kind of like how you went with me to get a tattoo. And you were like, because you don't have any, right? And you were talking to the tattoo artist being like, well, like I could always get it removed. And she was like, well, you shouldn't see it like that. It should be something like that you want for the rest of your life. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that's true. Well, I agree with that. It's correlation, even though it's well, I guess bo- both are pretty permanent because you marry and then it's always going to be you got divorced, which is not a bad thing I would, again, but it's just there. Yep. So what's the is there any any other Yeah, there's on? there's one more. I think it's your turn to read here. And the third fact um says highest divorce rates happen when an only child marries another only child. I don't know. I everyone in my family has at least a billion siblings, so I don't know that I've really seen it around me too much, but that was a statistic, and I thought it was pretty. I guess it kind of makes sense if you think about it, because they're both used to their own personal space. their own personal space being all about like me, mm-hmm. 
don't know. Not that everyone is, but I, I understand. I, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those things where it's like correlation doesn't equal causation, but yeah. I can see why one might draw the conclusion. Um, and it is a good question. I mean, it definitely does make you make you think a little bit like, you know, I was an only child for 11 years. Um, and then my sister was born. So it's kind of different for me because I feel like I'm an adult compared to my sister, which I basically am because she's still a child and I'm now 22 years old. So it's it's weird for me um, because, I mean, I kind of have the perspective. I feel like I have the perspective of an only child and a child who's not an only child anymore. Because um, when she was born, I, guess, I was basically yeah. a teenager, almost a teenager. So I think I was, uh, I turned five when after Lani was born, my brother. So I think I was like four and a half, almost five, basically. So it's a little bit different for you. It's a little different. I all I really ever remember, um, obviously I have memories of before this, but all of them really were. I was never really alone. Mm-hmm. Danny's always been there. Then my brother Patrick, then Shiloh, then Lucas. Even though my mom was pregnant with my last brother, um, the youngest one, I should say, in when I was like fifteen, almost sixteen, if not sixteen already. And I don't know. I've just always been like that. I've always had. So I, I don't mind sharing. I don't know. I feel like that's that's part of it. Like you're not used to sharing a space. Not just like here you go. There's like. Yeah, I had to learn. You share space. I had to learn a lot. Um, not that it was hard for me, because like, for me, like when my sister was born, like a switch kind of just flipped in my head. Like, okay, this is your sister. You must love her. Right. And that's it. Yeah. And like, and not like I didn't want it to, but like, it's just mm-hmm. by nature, I guess, by who I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was hard at first to get adjusted to it, obviously. But yeah, I mean, I adjusted pretty easily to it. I wouldn't say like, I, I feel like people who um, give up on their marriages because they're so used to being the only person that is taken care of. I don't want to say this in a bad way, but they got some growing up to do. Um, yeah. Or just it, it's my way or the highway. Which is another thing you kind of taught me about because, like, I, I catch myself slipping all the time, like, thinking I mean my too much. And, like, I don't, you know, I don't consider, like, other people or consequences that my actions might affect other people. Sometimes I do, but I just don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people do, but it happens. And honestly, all you can do is learn from it and move on. And just try to be a better person the next day. Um, but I feel like as far as, like, it goes into relationships, I feel like people have to put more effort into it, you know? Like, you can't just give up on a relationship or a marriage. Um, it takes time, you know, to even build that bond in the first place, to have it in the first place. Yeah. It takes time to maintain it as well. And, you know, make sure that it either flourishes into something even more or stays as, as good as you have it or perceive it to be. Right. I feel like another thing is the stigma of um, I'm going to end up alone, kind of like going based on the uh, season one, episode nine, like being alone, but not feeling alone. It's kind of like I'm going to end up being alone, so I might as well just marry this person that may not fit everything that I you know, want or need. I think need is is a better way of looking at it. Um so I'm just going to end up marrying this person so I can say I married someone and I'm not alone. I feel like that's that's also very common in people that just just want to jump the gun, you know? Yeah. They don't really want to wait to see what's really out there or to see if 
you know, take the chance that you might end up alone, really. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that definitely contributes to a lot of divorce, to, to partially to the high divorce rate that we have here. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of kind of sad people are lazy with a lot of things in life and i'm not you know i'm not trying to use this platform to call people out and you know publicly shame humanity for their shortcomings or you know the u.s or our culture but yeah um i don't know man i mean i'm not gonna say that like lifelong marriage is the answer for everybody i feel like divorce is there and it's an option for a reason but i just feel like it's all too common and um and I feel like our, a lot of it has to do with our culture and a lot of it has to do with our society and just how it is. Just again, going back to the point, um, there's a lot of issues that come from, you know, having a hypersexualized mm-hmm. culture that, you know, appreciates money and sex over all other aspects of life. Um, or even like a real connection, really. And I feel like it's changing slightly. I feel like, you know, there's still that, that tone to it depending on what you pay attention to, what kind of media outlets, what you're looking at. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still there, I feel like. And honestly, essentially, I feel like it's it's really just a part of the human nature. I guess um, so. And the marketing companies know that, so they just spend big bucks. And I wouldn't even say it's necessarily their fault, but I would say it, it is oversaturated. Like, like the marketplaces are like oversaturated with like, products that are marketed by sexualized, you know, images or like mm-hmm. soft, they call it, I guess, I guess in certain places they call it like soft porn, you know, it's not like porn, but like, it's, I've never heard that. <laughs> they call it, they, I've heard it, I've heard it called soft porn before. Like, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you'll see like an ad for like a fragrance, like a new fragrance that's coming out for women. And it's like, no, so I've like seen them, but all seductive and like yeah, the woman's yeah. like dancing and like whatever, like <laughs> half naked with silk running across like their bodies or whatever stuff like that like you you'll see like don't tell me you haven't seen those no i've seen those i just didn't i just didn't know people call them that that. yeah that's what it is i mean i wouldn't call it weird but like that that's human nature is toward to go towards sex we're animals at the end of the day yeah and yeah i mean i feel like a lot of it is just having to overcome the issues that we have like the reason why i'm saying like the reason why we have so many such a high divorce rate is because we're not taught to overcome um, the barriers that we have to stay together and be willing to work with one another, right? Um, whether it be for a lifelong time or an extended period of time, I don't know. Um, I wanted to mention a few products that are worth mentioning for this week. We want to go ahead and start mentioning a few products that help us, uh, not just in a relationship, but in you know, with dealing with mental health and um, just living a better life overall. Yeah, and I'd like to say that these. Products will be linked under our Amazon affiliate, um, and we'll just include them in our tree link on our Instagram. Our link tree on Instagram. Link tree, thank you, <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. So um, the first one is puzzles. I feel like puzzles, we've been doing them lately to de-stress, mm-hmm. um, and I just feel like it's a good way to spend time together. It definitely helps because... Yeah. I remember when I was doing puzzles as a kid um, with my mom all the time, she would always pull out like the puzzle box and we would start doing puzzles together. It's just something that takes your mind off of um, whatever is going on and it helps you actually helps you think um, a lot cleaner. It helps you organize your thoughts. I feel like Yeah. you don't notice it when you're a younger kid doing puzzles, but you start to notice it a lot more as an adult. Um, It's all about thinking games and you start to appreciate, I feel like you start to appreciate them more and more the older you get. Right. 
Um, or you could appreciate them less, depending on how you are. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate them less, but I'm definitely glad that we've started doing them again. So Yeah. I, we haven't been doing this, but I feel like when you were describing that, what went into my head was coloring. And I know for, for some time when I was working at a call center, I actually, um, you know, got so stressed and just like in such a bad place that um, I saw other people work doing adult coloring books. So I started buying adult coloring books and just coloring to de-stress myself and deal with, you know, hating my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but since it's, it was allowed, it was fine. But yeah, I, I think maybe I should start doing that again on a side note. Okay. Any other products? Yeah. Two more, actually. One, um, I got a one-gallon water bottle because me and my cousin were trying to drink a gallon for a certain amount of time. And I noticed that I felt less sluggish, sluggish when I was drinking the, the water. Uh, I don't think I ever got to a full gallon in one day. I think that was Pretty too hard. much to me. I feel like it's hard to do. Yeah, it's really On a hard. daily basis. You could probably do it for like the first two or three days. Mm-hmm. If you really set your mind to right. it, and then you'll be like, damn, I have so much. I'm like, I'm pissing every five minutes. It was kind of annoying at work. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can imagine. So I just kind of stopped. I only really got to like three-fourths of a gallon, whatever that is. Yep. Um, the third and last thing I want to mention right now is um, this one ring I actually got for the very same cousin. Um, it was a, she was going through a hard time and I found, um, for her birthday, I gave her a, no, I'm sorry for mother's day. I gave her, um, a ring that says I am enough. Okay. And I just thought it was really cute because it came up as like in my recent purchases, um, at the time. No, then it was for her birthday. I'm sorry. So, um, it came up in the recent uh purchases and i just thought it was really good because i i wanted it but then i i felt like she was going through a hard time so give it to her okay yeah nice that's nice of you (laughs) thanks i guess um so that was product of the week yes product of the week our next segment of the show is struggle of the week oh god (laughs) um (sighs) for me personally i wouldn't say there's just one specific struggle um I mean, there is, but it it stems into a lot of different issues. But um, some of the issues that I've been facing, obviously, like just a job that I've been working, you know, I'll be honest, I just don't Mm -hmm. really feel very valued there. And to be honest with you, kind of not really worth it for me to work there anymore because almost unable to pay bills because of the job. Right. Um, And you quit. Just to be completely transparent. So I quit. um, You said it previously in this episode. But yeah, and... On top of that, it's also been hard to find a new job. I was job hunting before yeah. I quit, um, and it's been almost impossible to find a job that is willing to pay me what I was getting paid before um, I, you know, started going back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the main issue was just feeling like I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been, to to put it into one thing, um, yeah, it was just feeling not good enough, not only because of that, um, but, you know, also just like lately I've been making music, and I know that. You know, a lot of people like my music and enjoy it mm-hmm. and think it sounds good. But I've right. also been kind of feeling like that about my music lately, that it's not good enough. You know, it has to be better. Um, just me being my own worst critic again. And, you know, at times I feel like it can help me, but at other times I feel like it hurts me. I will say I'm glad that I quit the job because now I can find a job that, you know, values me more and that also helps me, you know, spread my time better instead of, you know, basically wasting my time like I was before. So. That I am happy about. How about you? What's your struggle of the week? Well, 
Um, my struggle of the week is, I don't know how to say this without possibly, possibly sounding crazy. I don't feel like I'm real. Yeah. Like I feel detached from everything and I don't know. Well, I guess I do know what's bringing this more so lately is, um, there's like a family thing going on and, um, it's just kind of a family thing that's going on, really. So, yeah, I just feel detached from all the situations, from uh, even to the point where I'm questioning, like, oh, in my in my own body, am I in my own mind? Yeah, I don't know. You've been saying that you don't feel real a lot lately. I do. I, I yeah. I, I've been saying that. I mean, I kind of feel. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like that a lot of times too. Um, I always wonder if like what I'm experiencing, if it's, you know, mm-hmm. if it's really something that I'm experiencing or if it's, sometimes you have those thoughts, man, and you don't sound crazy. Um, I feel I like, know. I feel like honestly, a lot of people have those thoughts and it happens when you're dealing with stressful times in your life. Yeah. Um, we are very stressed. We are very stressed. Let's yeah, be right honest. Now we're here. really stressed. We're not the type of, we're not, we're not doing the show because, you know, we have all the answers to um, stress and unlocking a, a happy life. No. Um, I don't or, think anybody does. And if anybody no. does, they're selling you snake oil. Yeah. Or not even to even, you know, just complain. We're not making the show to complain. Yeah. We just want to be 100% real and make sure that you feel, you feel that like you understand alone. there's other people out there that are just like you. Yeah. And hopefully we see other people who are out there that are just like us. Maybe right. not exactly the same, but feel similar. And, um, I feel like mental health itself is a topic that oftentimes it goes just under the radar. I think we've, we've said it before, but yeah. you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to mental health. And once again, that's one of the reasons, main reasons why we wanted to start this show was because we feel like that's a, should be a major focus in a lot more people's lives. It's hard sometimes to think that other people are going through things too, though. If you're going to be honest, like when you're, in a line and the person in front of you is being a butthole like you don't know what's going on through their head you don't know what's going on in their life you just look at the situation at hand and you're like well and you make your judgment yeah. yeah but you never know what's actually happening around you because you we're think all guilty me, of it. me we're all guilty of it yeah but, but yeah it's all a part of just growing and being a better person at the end of the day i mean you know i i don't think you making your judgments and holding them to yourself is um necessarily a bad thing you know even if Mm -hmm. the person ahead of you is being a butthole because they're having a horrible day if you just think to yourself wow that person is being a butthole i don't think it hurts anybody no Um, i think it's really when you start sharing those opinions and when they're not when they're not warranted or when they're not asked for Mm -hmm. um i don't know man just go out there and be nice don't be an asshole for no reason yeah if you have no reason to be bogus don't be bogus um and don't don't take your aggression out on people that did nothing to you to deserve it Mm -hmm. um you know that's just a bad move in general. And eventually something, either you'll end up in a situation you don't want to be in or it might catch up to you one day. So that's right. That's all I really want to say about that. Yep. So I actually want to go ahead and end up the week with um, motivation quote relating to our topic. Okay. I'll have you read it. righty. And the quote says, Since we're on the topic of marriage, it says a strong marriage requires loving your spouse, even in those moments when they aren't being lovable. Um, It means believing in them even when they struggle to believe in themselves. 
Um, yeah, and I think that applies even outside of marriage with our yeah. with, with our relationship too. I mean, you know, how many times have you seen me like low on myself and you come in and you pick me back up and that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. Um or sometimes I even gave you the little shake of you know, stop complaining, just do what you got to do. Yeah. And you do the same to me. Yeah. So I feel like that's something up but I guess to really sum up, a lot of people always ask us why we're not married. If we're always saying like, well, we found someone that we want to spend the rest of our life. Why aren't you married yet? So I think part of the reason is. I think we aren't necessarily ready for the financial commitment of a marriage. Yeah. Yes, you can have a marriage without a wedding, but then you have to start doing taxes together. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that married couples get taxed at a higher rate than individual couples. Um, on top of that, we both have our individual goals that we're still trying to self-realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, I don't want to marry you and then I end up, you know, just putting so much into the marriage that I forget to put into myself. And then I end up being a rotten person that you don't want to be with and that I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense to you, I kind it of, makes sense. it sounds selfish, but I have to focus on me mm-hmm. to be a better version of myself. If I can ever hope to be with you for the rest of my life. No. Yeah. Um, because as it is right now, I'll admit it. I still have a lot of childish tendencies, man. I'm 22 years old, but let's be real. Like nobody's an adult right away at 22, depending, unless you went through some crazy stuff in life and you've been fending for yourself forever. Um, or you just, you know, you grew up with that, but you know, I have always felt like a sense of like, you know, maturity, for myself, for my age, but at the same time, like, when it comes to marriage, love, being with another person, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like I'm not the right person yet to necessarily be married, mm-hmm. um, that's just the way that I look at it, uh, it's, we, but like I've said it before, I mean, I kind of, it kind of feels like we already are, we yeah. live together, we do everything together, you know, we, we visit each other's families for the holidays, mm-hmm. It's just there's no ring on your finger and there's no contract saying that we're married. Yeah, I feel similarly. Um, I feel like for me, it's a little bit less of um, really, I, for me, what it really is, is I haven't really found myself completely. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of to your point, but I don't want to go into a marriage not knowing who I am. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times what happens in a marriage is you forget who you even are. Yeah. I don't know who I am yet. I agree with that. And That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And it's probably the best, better way of putting it. It, it. I guess what what you were making sound like, it sounds a little bit selfish. And I guess to a certain extent it is. It can be, but, but I think um, it's also good for the benefit of both of us because right. you, know, you don't want to end up being a completely different person. And the other guy or other person thinks, well, they changed. Yeah. And then we end up getting divorced. I don't really, I don't, I don't know. See, for us, we've changed so much, even in our relationship, yeah. you know, throughout the years. And I feel like we'll continue to change, but I feel like you eventually will get to a point where it's like, okay, like this is who I am as a, at, at, at my core as a person. I feel like we're mm-hmm. getting there. Yeah. You know, which is why we say we want to get married around 26 to 28 or 22 right now. That's really not that far if you think about it. Yeah. Um, we'll have been dating for almost 10 years, but I feel like that's going to just make our I feel like that's cool. I, I feel know. like that's just going to make our marriage that much stronger, though. Yeah. For, like, a lot of women us. will say, ew, he did it. He made you wait 10 years. 
I don't see a it that way. A lot of guys will be like, damn, you were with her for 10 years and you were hitting that still? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, like, to be honest with you, screw all of your opinions, first of all. Like, you know, if you have a negative, the negative one. negative ones. And if you have a negative one about us, I really don't care. I mean. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound spiteful or hateful, but I feel like a lot of people don't focus on themselves in their in their relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why they end up falling apart is because they're too focused on other things besides themselves. Right. Um, or they're just only focused on the relationship itself. It's a balance of both things. Um, obviously, you have to work hard to keep the relationship together, but you also have to work hard on yourself to make sure you don't fall into becoming a crap person. Yeah. I've always, I, I mean, even when we first got together, I always told you, I don't just want to be a wife. I don't just want to be a mother. I want to be both. But I don't just want to be that. I want to be my own person. I want to have things to yep. leave behind, you know, because one day I'm going to stop being a mother, you know. Wait, no. One day my kids are going to leave me is what I mean. Like they're going to make their own lives for themselves, kind of like how we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. In a certain extent, to a certain extent, I won't be like their number one priority always. So I want to be able to have something past that, you know. I don't just want to be a wife because I don't know. I've just I've seen it always. I don't I don't want to be like the people that I grew up around. I want to be my own person, and I want you to like me for who I am, not for who I think you want me to be. Agreed. You know. Agreed. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's why we're not married. <laughs> yeah. Because we still have a lot of growing to do individually and together, you know. And let's be honest, marriage is kind of expensive. It's expensive to have a wedding. Not that we and really. It's, experience to, it's expensive to live as a married couple, too. Facts. Oh. Another thing is I just want to give a little disclaimer. I don't know if we'll include it or not, but my disclaimer is here's the one that wants me to have a wedding. I don't. I don't even know if I want to get married, to be honest, period. I think it would be cool, but I would, <laughs> I would want to have, like, a nice party, like, something that's uh, not, I like, I, I wouldn't want to have, like. I hear that, that you don't really get to enjoy your wedding day. Really? Like, everyone always, it always tells me. It always looks fun in the movies. Nah, that's the game. But that's it's the movies. That's Come Hollywood. on. They want Hollywood you to have. marketing. Getting yeah, my ass again. They want you to have a wedding so you can spend, spend money. Spend money. Live better. Walmart. Live better life. Spend no, no, more no. money. Save money. Whatever. Yeah. But. I don't know. I feel like many people, they're like, I didn't even eat at my wedding. I didn't do anything. I was just saying hi and bye to everybody. And then the night went by and I spent like, you know, all my money on it. And now we have nothing. Where I feel like for me and you, what would be cool, and we've talked about it before, is probably like having a really small, intimate, like, thing. And then traveling for a whole month or like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. But with that being said, I think that's the last thing we had to talk about today. Yes. Um, Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Raw Mentality Podcast. Thank you. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Raw Mentality Podcast. Also, give us any feedback that you have and go ahead and share your stories with us. And you can send them to our emails, which is rawmentalitypodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you stream and download on all platforms where you listen as well. And follow. And follow us on our personals if you haven't already. That's right. Um, thank you all. Have a nice day. Have a good day.